team have been looking at our data import process and we've been changing that to allow for XML files to be uploaded. So currently, or previously rather, it used to only allow uh, CSV imports. Um, we've now updated the whole import system. So for all different import types, you can now import a, an XML uh, document. So you can have your data in XML format, which I know is going to be helpful for quite a lot of people who may pull data from external systems, and that will be an XML. And then we can now handle that that uh, format. Um, okay. In terms of CPL three, uh, we're still working on the the kind of initial framework, um, but that's really uh, really come along now. We're very close to almost having it completed. Um, our new product, um, which I'm sure I've mentioned in in the previous updates, but for anyone that might miss those, our new products is going to be a web based product. It's going to be cloud hosted, um, and we're working on the the framework there to allow for uh, any users to access their data securely from from anywhere really as long as they have a, an internet connection and um, so there's been a lot of uh, technical considerations we've had to make for that um, because of the way that uh, our older software worked we now need to allow that to basically come into the new age and be able to access that remotely for anyone and um, so uh, that's been a long project that we've been we've been working on for for quite a few months, um, and it's now coming to the end. We're sort of just uh, sort of polishing off the last few bits, um, making sure our regression tests are all passing and uh, catching any any little things we want to change at this point. And then once we've kind of signed that off, we're then looking to really write in the the new features and, and the new bits of functionality that users can actually get to use and get to interact with. CPL in a whole new way, um, so uh, yeah, that's that's going really strong. And once we have our new developers on board, that's only going to push forward that that development as well. So it's all it's all very uh, very exciting, and I'm just looking forward to letting our customers see it really and, and seeing what they think because I reckon they're going to be really impressed. Good. Well, is there is there a new module coming in two five nine dot eleven? Um, so, oh yes, we have the plan maintenance as well. Good, well remembered. Uh, that's coming out in the point eleven release, which should be in the next uh, couple of weeks. Oh no, sorry, um, that's that is point fourteen. Sorry, that's not in the next couple of weeks. But yes, that is something we've added as well. So, plan maintenance module. That's a a, a redesign of the cyclical 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 maintenance. Sorry, I can't get that word out. Yeah, so redesign of the cyclical maintenance system. Um, we've had a look at that, made it simpler, uh, made it flow uh, a bit smoother from from sort of uh, creation to uh, getting the the jobs out to the contractors. Yeah, and that's coming in point fourteen. So yeah, well, I remember quickly. Yeah, that is another module that we've we've been working on. Okay, good, good, good. Okay, so. Um, housing association. So yeah, I, I don't know what it is, but over the last kind of six months a year, I think I may have mentioned this before, we've seen an influx of of um, kind of inbound leads and inbound inquiries from housing associations. And um, I think there, I mean, housing association software um, to run the actual housing association that normally has a, 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 a bit of software in it that handles kind of service charge sort of stuff. Um, but actually, 
um, doesn't handle it very well. And, um, and I know a few people who have gone from the private kind of factoring sector into housing associations. And, and, and certainly the feedback we get from them is that, the, you know, the software or the tools they're given to do their job are, are, are you know, miles behind anything that they had in the private sector. So I think we can do a good good job for housing associations. I mean, there's there's obviously that thing, you know, it's utopia that, that every, every bit of software is in the one or every tool you use is in the one product, right? And I, unfortunately, it is utopia. It's, you know, it, it, there is no way you are ever going to find the best software in the one product because the housing association's impetus and, and focus is never going to be property factoring. It's always going to be the housing association side of the of the of the product set. So so and and you know over the years we've 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 created quite a lot of very good interfaces and integration um, options so that you've not got double keying and all of this sort of stuff because you know that's an, an absolute no-no in software these days. Um, so, you know, we've done a huge amount of work on that. And in fact, um, we've got a couple of case studies on our website now, one from Fife Council and the other one was from West Scotland Housing Association on, um, you know, the, 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 the great things that we managed to do for them. So, so yeah, it's going to be a big focus for us, I think, over the next year, which is, which is great yeah, for, for, for us and for them. And hopefully these guys who have been contacting me about um, having to work with less functional and less useful software will we'll, we'll get back to what they're used to. So, so that's good. Um, right, Crawford, Blockworks update. Do you want to let us know what's going on there? Yeah, so uh, the, the last release of um, the last release of Blockworks was the one that, that we had been waiting on for a wee while, which was the optical character recognition one, the OCR stuff. Essentially what that does from a contractor's perspective is it allows a contractor to be able to upload um, batches of invoices directly into Blockworks rather than rather than them having to key in manually the data that is recorded on them. Massive, massive time saver from a, a contractor's perspective. Um, and it's been out now just under four weeks. We've had some really, really good feedback from uh, some of the contractors that we've we've kind of set up the, the OCR stuff for. Uh, I mean, the, the, the big thing from their perspective really has been about how much of a difference it's made in terms of uh, literally the speed that they can upload 25, 25 or so invoices. Um, at the moment, it's done so that so you can upload a, a batch of up to 25. That's that's 25 across however many factors that, that from a contractor's perspective, however many contractors you're working with that, that have got block quirks. So if you've got, you know, six for for factor X and you've got nine for factor Y, um, then essentially block quirks just looks at the batch and it reads it reads the data which is on your PDF. So if you output your PDF direct from your accountancy system and that PDF's got details on it all of the development, who, the, who your client is, i.e. the factor, value of the invoice, um, the date of the invoice, job number, then essentially the OCR stuff, um, the OCR software just reads all of that information and then it just bulk uploads the lot of it directly into CPL. 